6.26 p.m. Tuesday, March 12, 2019, episode number 707 of uh, Yeah Dude. My name is Jonathan, and this is Seth. Hello, Seth. Jonathan, hello. Hello, Seth. Uh, yeah, dude. Hello, Seth. Hello, Jonathan. America, through the eyes of two American-Americans, stop what you're doing. Because I'm about to ruin. The Im- okay, hold on now. Uh, <laughs> we're going to New Orleans. We're doing a show in New Orleans. I guess. You, I guess if you want to kick it off like that's that, that's all. That's all I can kick it off with. Um, we are going to finally, um, right in the heart of the quarter, Bay. Um, oh my God! We are alligator, uh, po boy. <laughs> we are. Um, we got a show in New Orleans. I I don't want to pronounce that. How do you say it? You just said it. No, New Orleans. And what's that state? Louisiana. Don't want to mispronounce anything. Where no, New Orleans is the thing that everyone. Uh, no, lean on the lean. Don't lean on the leans. Don't lean on it. I have a lot of research to do. Um, we are July sixth, Saturday night. Saturday night, July sixth, in the French Quarter. Yes, at One Eyed Jacks. At One Eyed Jacks. Now, right? It's come, a, you know, I'm like shocked. Uh, uh, we did it. I'm just thinking about how hot it's going to be. Oh, it's 92 degrees. Humid. I looked it up. I'm going to keep a little towel. 92 degrees and 92% humidity. I'm put a New Orleans Saints little towel right there over um, my shoulder. Guys, it's a destination city. so Ain't that the truth? Fourth of you, July we're weekend? You, we're giving you a heads up. Fourth of July weekend. Okay. There's so a the few fourth, things we need to talk about. Okay. Fourth of July is on a Thursday. Yes. We're going to celebrate America like we do, as like we, we do. do every episode, but we're really going to celebrate it. And then that's on Thursday. Saturday night is the show. It is also that weekend, the 25th anniversary Essence Festival 2019. Seth and I are also guest speakers. Oh, God, don't I wish. If only. Uh, The Flossy Posse has got two new members, and we're Um, we're coming to the Essence Fest. So we got Thursday, Independence Day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Essence Fest. Uh, Women of Colors Independence give you this. Festival Day. Party with a Purpose. Uh, this is the 25th anniversary. We've got, I mean, So it's the 25th anniversary of, of, the, of the Essence, of the Essence Festival. Festival that weekend. 
Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Tiana Taylor, Normani. They threw Big Daddy Kane and Rakim in. Just why not? Why not? I mean, everyone's going to be in New Orleans that weekend. Dog, if I see Big Daddy Kane walking on Bourbon Street. Um, uh, yeah, so that's... This could work in our favor. Work in our favor. It's, dog, it's... Or it's to it's our a, detriment. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's essentially what we're about. It is definitely what we're about. America, There's no question about that. Black Girl Magic in America Absolutely. and UID wrapped up now, in the same weekend. This is, it's a, it's a, it, it's shaping up to be the greatest inde- Independence Day weekend. It's probably the greatest weekend of my life. Celebration of all time. Probably the greatest weekend of my life. Um, so that's Saturday, July 6th. We'll be there from the 4th of July, if not a little bit before. Uh, just indefinitely through, on. Through, yeah, we're just going to maybe yeah. get an apartment there. If I make Cafe um, Dumont. I believe they so, the venue announced today, so the tickets are yeah, on sale for that. One Eye Jacks is on Toulouse Street in the French Quarter. Will you come to New Orleans? Will you? My, you better come. Could my, you come to New Orleans? Dad was and like, see us? Oh, you like you're going like in the heart of the quarter. Like well, you're like dog, right in the midst. I mean, like, right in the thick of it. Took fucking all this time. Yeah. Uh, if you can, like, go to New Orleans and that, like and party see with, us. Party that weekend. Wow. So that, I just had to say that. Yeah, it's serious business. It's There's very serious not business. To, not to shadow, not to, not to. Yeah. We have a show next month in LA. On our other shows, we have a show yeah. in LA, April twentieth. Sold out the first show. We show, got tickets for the second show. So get, get tickets, tickets for the second, for the second show. show, and then also so. Detroit, Saturday, June twenty second. You got it. Uh, that's back at that's uh, um, at uh, the Magic Bag. Um, uh, and so there's a Jack White and there's also a Jack Black. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and there's Jackson Brown. Holy <laughs> shit. Stupid. <laughs> Holy so, shit. So dumb. Uh, uh, magic Bag. Um, Saturday, June 22nd, Magic yeah, Bag. So get, get those tickets. tickets. For, I mean, this is, listen, we're, we're firing them off here. It's so exciting. Make it, make, it, make, it worth, make it worth our while. Come and, oh, come and see us. Crescent don't, City? Don't make me pull a Bam Margera fucking, you what? know. <laughs> Give me my range. Where the fuck's my Range Rover? Smacking our manager. Um, our smacking Jeff. Jeff, get over here. Uh, pull my car around. New Orleans. Yeah, you're you're I'm pumped. I'm so psyched. Wanted to go there forever. It's um, obviously missed, inc- missed my best chance. Incredible, a bit previous incredible previous life. Um, but um, your dad must be psyched. Uh, incredible city. I'm psyched. Great city to drink in. Great city to eat in. Not that you will uh, experience a whole lot of that, but I definitely think there's probably at this point. It's like it's got to be a vegan po' boy somewhere up some, in the mix. There's some vegan po' boys probably that are are stellar, out of this world. God. We're gonna find you some so some much some, some grub, you know, down there that's gonna treat you right. I think. It's all about the spices, the seasoning. Oh, you know? yeah, the rubs. Um, a little heads up on the if you're going down there, you might oh, want to yeah, stay in the hotel. Word just, on the street. Hey, let's just not that we're trying to. I don't want to, you know, you know, steal any shine. But you could mention you're there for Essence Fest. You could get a little bit of a discount on a hotel. May or may saying. not be some discounts to be had at just hotels saying. in the area just if saying. you say you are going there for the Essence Festival. I mean, we are going there for that in spirit. Yes, in essence. In essence. How much of a discount are you talking about, you think? Well, <laughs> you're staying for free. 
What I did is I just rewatched Girls Trip. I found out the original hotel that Ryan booked in the French Quarter when the Flossie Posse got back together, and I was like, well, then that's, that's, the that's one where I'm I stay. To. Before Tiffany Haddish went crazy in the carousel bar and got them thrown out, I will not be doing that. I'll be not flipping out in the carousel bar. Um, yeah, so I guess if you may, maybe mention the old Essence Fest that it might get you, uh, might lube the cogs over in the, uh, at the, at the concierge. I would mention, uh, yeah, dude. You're going to mention that? Yeah. You wouldn't or you would? I would. You would. Here for the uh, Yeah Dude show. Oh, on Toulouse, <laughs> One-Eyed Jacks? Yeah. Part of the Essence Festival. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Annex of the Essence Festival. Okay. Um, this is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, well, I'm stoked. Uh, thinking, Speaking of your old man, thinking of your old man. Yes. From Tony winning director Jerry Sachs and Tony winning writer... Jean Guare. I think it's Jean Guare. Is it Guare? Damn it. Starring Tony winning actor John Lurukit. Lurukit. Nantucket Sleigh Ride at Off Broadway's Lincoln Center Theater's Mitzi Newhouse Theater has an official opening scheduled for Monday, March 18th. Though Nantucket Sleigh Ride is an old whaling term, referring to sailors racing across the ocean on a harpooned whale, this play takes place far from the Arctic waters. LaRouquette plays a New York playwright turned venture capitalist trying to remember the events that occurred on an island three decades prior. His quest leads him to an unexpected whirlpool involving a giant lobster, Roman Polanski, a pornography ring, Walt Disney, and more. Yes, please! Yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, catch that. If you're so, in fucking... I believe it's an eight-week run at Lincoln Center. I mean, if you're in the mix right there. Um, my father's been hard at work over there in How many in, lines are you learning? How many, like, how many lines are you learning for this very, play? Very, uh, very, very excited to see it. Uh, I'll be going out there in a few weeks. Um yeah. Get tickets if you're in New York. Go see the show. It's also a Pulitzer Prize winning writer. Just to make that. Throw that in. Throw that Six in Degrees of Separation. Six Degrees of Separation. Very good play. Turned into a very good movie. Oh, starring our friend from our movie. Aladdin. One more time. Uh, what is it? Whole part of that world. A whole no. new world. A part of that. Don't know who the next line goes like this. It's a crazy thing. To he just is all blue like Navi, but it's not it, Avatar. It's, it's a live-action remake of Aladdin. <laughs> it's a it's a whole new world. It's a fucking whole new world. Brave new world. It's a brave new world. Uh, part of that world is Little Mermaid. I think that's what I was thinking. You thinking of Little Mermaid? I'm so always thinking a little. Always thinking about. Always Ari- thinking about Little Little Ariel? Mermaid. Ariel. Um. I would. Some of your pronunciation stuff today. Is that right? Ar- Ariel? What did I say? Ariel? Ariel. Like Ari Gold from Entourage? Ari Gold had a daughter, Ariel. Um, I would get tickets to all. To the. Oh, yeah, dude, second show. My father's play. First. Yeah, that's first. Boom. LA. New York. Manhattan. Manhattan. LA. LA. Detroit. Detroit. Knowledge. Knowledge. Just in that order. In that order. Uh, we're 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 making ourselves available to you. Please please make yourself available to us. <laughs> He's making <laughs> himself available to us. 
I mean, don't let us down. It's perfect. It's just a. It's just a. Fourth of July, in essence, it's a perfect weekend. It's gonna be hot too. Ninety-two degrees in July and August, and that's how I want it. Hot. You get a you get a real feel for the city. Real that way. feel for the, the. I want the smells to you, come off the you street. Sh- you better be, might think about wearing some Galoshes? shorts. Wow. If not shorts, you're gonna need a a very this is like Kawhi linen-y thin pant linens breathable pant a breathable long pant. You, you've never sandals. You've never sweat like this in your life. This is a deep sweat, huh? It's a different type different of te- thing. Different kind of sweat. I can read about it all I want on the internet. You never felt anything like it. I could watch all the videos I want. Never on smelled the internet. or felt anything like it. Wow. I might drink. If there's ever a time. I think it's a good time to maybe drink. No, but I might eat some fucking crazy food. That's for sure. Might get some some wild po' boys. Maybe do a little, uh, little, uh, little, little voodoo. K. Paul, Paul Perdome's restaurant. Oh, definitely. Mm. <sighs> Maybe do some voodoo. <laughs> Got to do some voodoo. Get some grigri. Probably get some grigri voodoo. Rugaru. Yeah, yeah. Probably get rugaru on the list. <laughs> definitely rugaru plus one. Uh, USA Today snapshots. Majority of the majority of people like the idea of a cashless society. This is U.S. consumers that were surveyed about sixteen hundred adults. Um, they like the idea. They love it. Seventy-four percent of them can't wait. Get that fucking dirty. That dirty money away. Got dirty money out of my hands. Unappealing, 14% find it unappealing. 13% are neither here nor there about it. Totally neutral. Really? You have no thoughts? Don't have any money. Doesn't Mm, matter. Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter if it's paper or plastic. I ain't got it. I owe it. Does it matter? Yeah. How I... I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I find a cashless society wildly unappealing. Yeah, I so know I would that. definitely put myself in that. Smaller Did Philly just go make a law and go? You can't go because I know Boston. There, or maybe Massachusetts, they don't want you to go cashless because it's a lot of people don't. If you're low income, you might not have access to, you know, you might only have cash. I think maybe check. Did Philly make a law that says, "Hey, we can't, you can't do this"? Did I read that? Am I making that up? Can't go cashless? Can't go cashless. Because it's discriminatory? It's discriminatory uh, to, you know, you want to be open to all their citizens. You know, you want to pull out that money. Um, yeah, if they, they could just, they could, they should just find a way. Is it Philly? Philadelphia just banned cashless Okay, so you stores. should find a way just to make it cleaner. Could they, could they just put a laminate? On the bills yeah, when they leave. Yeah, that's what they did in the UK. It's like, and so like it's un- can't get indestructible grubby. plastic, like can you hygienic. Yeah, yeah. But it don't tear, See? and it don't absorb it doesn't blood, absorb sweat, and cocaine. Jizz. Yeah. All right. Um, we, we can't get into that. We're still dealing with pennies over here. Financial inclusion. Okay. That is the issue. All right. Um. All right. Okay. So you're correct. All right. As per usual. Okay. Um. Now, we do a show. It's uh, uploaded and accessed through the World Wide Web. Oh, it definitely is. Uh, World Wide Web has had a birthday, as probably many of you are aware. Sure you're aware of that. Celebrating as we speak, probably. Wow, probably. Cheersing the web as yep. somewhere. Toasting the web. Toast to the web. 
thank you for all my panic and oh, uh, you've masturbatory. Thank you panic for, experience for ruining this. Thank you for ruining this everything. This quiet life I once mm, had. I used to live a simple life like Thoreau, and I thank you. Thank you for this expensive habit of constantly oh, upgrading, my ruining my shit. equipment. I appreciate and it. Searching even larger breasts. Um, Tim Berners Lee invented the internet thirty years ago. Thanks, thanks, bitch. Uh, March eleventh, nineteen eighty nine. He wrote a letter this okay. week to his to his love to himself <laughs> to his love <laughs> to his first love the world wide web the world wide his first wife super highway love you um he wrote a letter about where we stand and the three things that we must address all right moving forward the three key elements that must be addressed for the internet to celebrate a 60th birthday one must address deliberate malicious intent such as state-sponsored hacking yep. and attacks, criminal behavior, and online harassment. That's it. Trolls. Number two. Should have just put in trolls. Trolls. Bold. Haters and trolls. Haters, Haters and trolls. bullies, and trolls. UID. Haters, bullies, trolls. Haters, bullies, trolls. <laughs> Number two. Yeah. System design that creates perverse incentives. Yeah. Is that about porn? Maybe. Money. It's about money. Where user value is sacrificed. Yes. Such the as user's experience. Such as ad-based revenue ah, models. Really? The commercially reward clickbait and the viral spread of misinformation. Wow. So let me get this straight. The person that invented the world that we live in laid out the three key things for the world to survive. And the number two thing he said was, don't do ads on your podcast. Be listener supported. Yes. Okay. Okay, so let me get this straight. The smartest person who ever lived, who created the, the, our very lives as we know it, was basically like, do your shit like I yeah, dude, is number two. <laughs> Haters, bullies, trolls, do your shit like I yeah, dude, what's three? <laughs> number three is unintended negative consequences of benevolent design, such as the outraged and polarized tone and quality of online discourse. Okay. That's just haters, bullies, trolls. So really, there's two things. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Dude, and haters, haters bullies, bullies, and trolls. trolls. Wait, does that, mean, does that mean that because it's an open forum that people have become so haters, bullies, and trolls that, that polarizing discourse is like people just go for like the most violence? Is that what the number three means? I stopped after he praised us. <laughs> I'm so excited about Unintended that. Unintended negative consequences of benevolent design. Such as the, well, the outraged design, the original and design is benevolent. The idea of it, and also the open democratic that everyone can yes. say what they want Listen to say. To, yeah, dude. But because yeah. that that causes this online discourse, yeah. and that everyone just becomes just goes for the most scathing insult right off the bat. Is that yeah. what polarized tone and quality of online discourse? Anyway, basically, us. He's saying us for the listener, the user, their experience. Us. Yes. Do it like them. <laughs> Thank you, TBL. Notorious TBL. Um, sir, sir. Excuse me. Notorious Sir TBL. Excuse me. I mean. That's what he's saying. We're like, Look half, at what he created. We're like half as old as the internet. 
I guess we're about half as old as the internet. Hey, Tim, you made something. How is it doing these days? Yeah, has it worked out for you? Basically like being Ted Bundy's mother. Like, <laughs> How do you is, feel about this? This is you. You made it. You made it. Without happen. a partner. It's all you, Jesus. Here you go, Gatto. This is what you made. Congratulations. You done fucked up. Well, no, but listen, we want, well, what would you want? It was for what scientists. You no, no, it was for communication. What was it for, sir? Because it's a fucking trash fire, and you made it. Now he's backtracking. Oh, hold on, look, if everyone just stopped hating and listened, oh, yeah, dude, that's oh, all we have. Like, too late. Fuck. See you in New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans, excuse me. See you in New Orleans. Go ahead. Um, Please. Oh, well, I'm just so excited. Well, I'm not, I'm excited, not excited. Um, super excited for Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. How's that beverage? What do you got there? I got. What is that? It's orange vanilla Coke. How was it? I love it. You hate it. Yeah, I hated it. It tastes like creamsicle and Coke. Okay. And I love it. Thank you, Jeff, for bringing it. Nice work, Jeff. I don't know. Thank you, Seth, for not getting it. Thank you, Jeff, for getting it. It's, um, I really like it. You like that? I do. They, so they, they. They hit it out of the park with this one. I mean, listen, I don't know what to tell you. I think that's one of Mrs. Was oh, that a whisker? That is Mrs. Whisker. Should I put that up on the on um, the on the merch store? Let's put, <laughs> hold on there. I'm gonna bring that to. That is a complete. That's wild. That is a very very intact whisker. Is that, is that you? Is that you? What are we gonna do with that? This was just time for it to come out. How are you gonna do that? Fans gonna get that in New Orleans. Is that Someone's gonna that? get that in New Orleans. I'm gonna bring that down with a voodoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make a doll. Just in out case of it. anything happens to you, I can <laughs> clone you. Oh wait, do that. Oh no, that's just. Oh, that'd be amazing. Gray. Like, that's wait gray, a minute. That's my gray hair. Damn it. Also, what if I took your gray hair, <laughs> take that in his whisker, and created a new life form? <laughs> we can do that, right? I think the we internet can do that, can do that in the next thirty years. I think that's number four on Tim Berners Lee. Tim Berner Lee's fourth is take Jonathan's take, long gray hair, <laughs> learn how to mix take it with Mises' long whisker, besties. meld it, and make your own podcast partner. Wow. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Stoked. Stoked. I mean, you're not was already stoked. Jordan Peele's the best. Your dad's doing an episode, so it's just like, it's also what's true. up? Not stoked, CBS All Access. So here's another, you know. Platform. They got us. App-based platform. Have to pay for it. Didn't watch uh, The Good Fight, The Good Wife spinoff, and didn't watch Star Trek Discovery, so we've had no use for CBS until All now. Access until so they got you. Monday, April 1st, unless he's trying to trick us. Why is he dropping on April Fool's Day? Oh, is that boy. some sort of ultimate? God you can't with him. It. You never know with him. You'll yeah. never know. Uh, so, gonna have to fucking get that. Um, now, this is not to be... The Twilight Zone with Rod Serling was on from 1959 to 1964. This is not to be confused with the Twilight Zone that was on the CW in 2002 and 2003. One season, 44 episodes, hosted by Forrest Whitaker. Not to be confused with that Did one. Did you ever catch that? Uh, there's a clip, there's a really crazy clip in one of Seth's clips volumes that cuts from like Jamie Presley into like Forrest Whitaker, like walking in to do his voiceover that is just CWS, like standard definition madness. Um, also not to be confused with the 1985 to 1989 reboot on two seasons on CBS, one in syndication, 65 episodes. Do you remember that at all? I didn't remember that at all. 85 to 89. Who hosted that? 
Um, two different hosts. Didn't know either one of them. Looked them up. Both voiceover actors and actors. I do know that the theme music was provided an original score by the Grateful Dead. So, to might want to peep that. Wait, to what? Ep- to the, to the to 80s? The theme song for the 85 to 89 Twilight Zone was done by the Grateful Dead with Mr. Geraldo Garcia. <laughs> um, yeah. Wild. Right? I didn't know that. I mean, but spooky, the, but yet like groovy. That my father was in. Didn't even think about the film. Wait a minute. This, is all, this episode is all about your father. <laughs> It all comes back to him, doesn't it? It does. It all comes back. Will he be able to, will I be able to get, I know his childhood home ended up like four neighborhoods over, but will I be able to go into his like, you'd be able to tell me like what the address was, right? I'll be able to go well, the look the house at, is still there. Oh, the house is still there. Last time he and I went there, it was still there. All right, I don't want to do mean, that. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily recommend you going there okay. alone, but okay. Uh, we got out, we were in a big, we were in a black SUV. We were in a black Suburban, he and I. Okay. And we pulled up at the house in the middle of the afternoon. And within about eight seconds of us like pulling to a stop, there was just, it was just young dudes Some on dudes BMX up. bikes just awesome. like circling Excuse us. Excuse me? Like circling the SUV. Uh, Dad rolled the window down. It was just like, Twilight Zone movie. And they were like, all right. I would um, love to do that. He plays in the Twilight Zone movie. Okay. He plays uh, the uh, a Klansman. It's a there's a war. I don't even remember the name of the guy that plays the dude that the 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 vignette is based on. But he's like this nasty, drunk, white, racist fucking guy, shouting out fucking racial slurs at a fucking bar, being a fucking sexist, being a racist, and then he like falls into a swamp and as he comes out of the swamp he's now uh he's now a Viet Cong being chased by military and then he runs somewhere else and when he comes out of a the next thing he's a black dude being chased by KKK members in the in the 50s or 60s and so it's teaching him about all the the, the all his stuff so my dad plays this uh this this clansman the only non-hooded clansman everyone else is in white hoods and he's like in the front with like a shotgun and he had a jacket that he wore during it that was like my favorite favorite thing ever. He kept it, but um, very traumatic. Your filming. favorite jacket is a Ku Klux Klan jacket. It's odd. <laughs> I wore it all the time to school. Uh, Real weird. Uh, <laughs> I mean, of all the bathrobes that my dad got, all the shoots that he brought, but what? My favorite one was the um, no. It's this that black eighties shit out of you when you were Tons a kid. Or Remember Tonserton? No. It's kind of a hip brand in the 80s. T-O-N-S-U-R-T-O-N. Tonserton. That's my DJ name. Um, Tonserton. But anyway, he had a dope, it was like this dope black kind of like military style jacket. Anyway, he kept it. It was too big for me forever, but I always used to wear it. And then like at some point it fit me and I think I Perfectly. stole it and then I lost it. Lost it. Um, Left it somewhere. Like, totally could be like in a museum or something right <laughs> now. Like John's, John Larkett's KKK jacket Shit. from Twilight Zone, the movie. His son but left it in a Taco Bell totally in San Diego. Totally tragic tragic film uh that for the people that don't know two of the children that were in in the movie uh had their heads chopped off by a helicopter during a late night shoot in downtown la pretty famous story is that true it was two kids wasn't it two kids it was, i thought it was just vic morrow i didn't know it was kids too did i just make up the kids part well maybe because you were a kid and you thought like that could have been me 
What if my dad cast me? What well, if I was in this movie? But the thing about it is that my dad was supposed to be in the helicopter that night. He yes. was going to go for a ride in the helicopter for the night shoot. But the day before, it was also Friday the 13th, I believe, oh. that it happened. Are you sure? Because you could just be putting everything together. I could make, together. making everything up right now. Oh, huh? yeah. And then there was a huge thunderstorm that day. And it was... At least know. one child died in that. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, you, I'm, could be totally but my dad's car got stolen earlier that day. What the Fuck. And so he went looking for his car instead of getting on the helicopter, going downtown to get the to go to the, get in the helicopter. Dog, you ain't kidding. In 1982, Vic Morrow was cast in a feature role in the Twilight Zone, the movie, in a segment directed by John Landis. Morrow was playing the role of Bill Connor, a racist who was taken back in time and placed in various situations my, where he would my, be a persecuted victim. Right. Jewish Holocaust victim, black man about to be lynched by the Ku Klux Klan, a the Vietnamese way. man about to be killed by U.S. soldiers. Thank you. In the early morning hours of July 23rd, 1982, Morrow and two child actors. So the guy I'm talking about is Vic Morrow. That's who yeah. died. Yeah. Seven-year-old Micah Din Lee and six-year-old Renee Shin Yi Chen were filming on location in California in an area that was known as Indian Dunes near Santa Clarita. They were performing in a scene for the Vietnam sequence in which the characters attempted to escape out of a deserted Vietnamese village from a pursuing U.S. Army helicopter. The helicopter was hovering at approximately 24 feet above them when the heat from special effect pyrotechnic explosions reportedly... Um, delaminated the rotor blades and caused the helicopter to crash on top of them, whew, killing all three of them instantly. Jesus, man. I mean, it like apparent. I think it like <sighs> decapitated them. Yeah, I didn't want to get it. Yeah, it did. But I didn't get it back. Dog. Yeah. So my pops. So we got to recast this role. So my pops was supposed to be in the. He was supposed to hang. He was gonna hang and like be in the helicopter that day with with Landis. <sighs> But his car got stolen. It was Friday the 13th? Um, it was, let me, it was Jul July 23rd. So let me look up a 1982 calendar. Well, well, that doesn't make any sense. How could it be Friday the 13th and be July 23rd? Oh, yeah, I don't have to because it's the 23rd. It's like, let me see if that was a Friday. The 13th, Seth? Mr. Voorhees. It was a Saturday the 23rd. That's <laughs> man. Uh, Maybe the Friday the 13th. So that's the Crazy. only part that I fucked Crazy. up. But there's something about the Friday the 13th. I'll figure that out. But um, so he went looking for his car that jacket. He went looking for his car instead, which he found. How? Just he was walking over a bridge in Los Angeles, an overpass. And he had he had a hologramic um, bumper sticker in the <laughs> rear of the rear window of the car that said sober and crazy. Which Insane. is like an OG AA sticker from like Insane. the early 80s. And he was walking and he felt he got a in the ref like sun a, reflected and shined him in the eye. And he was like, what is that? And he looked down and it was his car. That's how you stay sober. The guy had the guys that had taken stolen the car had taken a bunch of stuff out of it uh, and gone into the trunk and stolen some stuff. But he had uh, a bunch of AA 12-step literature in the back because he had a meeting where he would have yeah. all the programs and sell the big book and all that stuff. And the guys had that had had stolen the car and, and robbed it had also gone in the back and they straightened out all of the Whoa. AA literature and like had put it all away nicely and like tucked it away. So Crazy. it was like one thing that they like <laughs> left and kept yeah. for him but and like dealt with. It was like all But also about. like a bottle of Crown Royale and they wrote <laughs> just in case. But uh, but yeah, other crazy. Uh, my father would have been maybe on that helicopter, or quite possibly, I suppose, could have been 
there. He wouldn't have been, I, I guess he wouldn't have been decapitated because it was actually a, a scene. Yeah. They're like running away from it and the helicopter's there. So he wouldn't have been out on set or anything, but terrifying. Insane. And devastating. And I think it basically ruined John Landis for the rest of his life. He felt responsible. Kind of at the helm. Well, yeah. I mean, pretty devastated. Um, how did we... That was the Twilight Zone TV show. CBS. Jordan Peele. CBS uh, On Demand. Yes. CBS On Demand, everybody. All access. All access. And Us comes out on March 22nd. So watch them stand in the driveway and then disperse. And then you can lose your mind in a movie theater as well. <laughs> what are they doing? They're in the driveway? Not anymore. They've all they scurried all just... away. <laughs> Good night. They... Terrified. Yeah. So it does look pretty good. I'm excited for it. I, I mean, it, how you make the I best movie good. ever, then make, then come back and be like, I mean, you got to make, it's got to be, it's good. Gotta be, he's going to be like, I'm going to make the second best movie ever. Like, why? Uh, Seth cut out the um, cover of LA Parent magazine, Smart Connected Fun, in the health and wellness section, a little, little article about should your kids pump iron? And well, I mean, I don't even know why this is a how could fucking you? question. It's uh, yeah, like stupid. Yes, stupid like, question. Do you want kids to work in this town? So you have a kid. You're an LA parent. Should your kid pump iron? I don't know. I should don't your know. Kid should it get like facials? Yeah. Do you want to work? <laughs> like, what do you want to do? You want to live in fucking Tarzana forever? Like, yes, your kid should pump iron. Yes, your kid should do cupping. <laughs> Yes, you kids, you, you do Pilates. What do you love living at the Oakwoods? So, so you live much? at the Oakwoods because you don't you don't cup with your kids. Interesting, because I saw your kid at the pool and there was anything. no marks on his back. So you don't cup, and you don't work out. Oh, so that's why there's absolutely no definition in, in Daryl's spindly, calves, spindly little legs. Spindly little legs. Maybe that's why you are not booking. <laughs> oh, you're not booking. Still at the Toakwoods. In Tarzana. It's called working out, L.A. parent. Uh, should my kid uh, get shredded? Uh, duh, I'm a dumb parent. <laughs> like, But yay, listen, you have no control over it. People have kids. You can't like... You can't... You can't, can't, dick, you can't make... You can't teach them what's right. You can't... <laughs> you just can show them. You can only show them what Do another example. kid with shredded calves look like. <laughs> this one. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's look at your son's calves. We're laughing. <laughs> now we'll look at my son's calves. Everyone's like, oh, damn. Swole. <coughs> Hi, I'm a stupid parent. Should my kid get shredded? I have a question. Should <laughs> I, have my a, ki- I have a child. I have, should, a, I have a question. I'm I have, stupid. I have a question. I'm really stupid. Uh, should my son pump iron? I don't know. Do you, I, what do you want in your life? Rich kid to be happy and work. It's amazing to me. Um, There's no laws. You can't. You can't you know, take you can't them take away. The kid away. <laughs> I mean, you can't you gotta. put them. You can't put them in my fucking my, my camp. My new CrossFit camp it's for fucking kids. Uh, my boot camp. It's sort of a child protective services slash CrossFit boot camp. It's I diff- pretty much take kids wards of the state. Um. They come tiny. They leave massive and working. And working on series. <laughs> Heard of that, right? You know what a series is, right? Um. <sighs> Man. 
You should run a kid's talent agency. Oh, that would dog. be cool. Oh, my God. That would be cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding Seth me? Seth Romatelli's fucking child talent agency. Are you kidding me? That would be so, so sweet. Dog, I would be so rich. My kids would work nonstop because I take the best. <laughs> Only. Only. And make them more ripped. And make them more <laughs> shredded. So your son's how old? Well, no, then it could get weird because I'd ask everyone to see calves. I have to see calves on everybody. Right, and they'd be and like, I don't want I it don't to know, be, want, right, right, right. wait a minute, are you shady? I don't know. And then I'd point at my board of like everybody working. <laughs> working calves. Oh, working calves? <laughs> oh, no, you tell me. It's the working calves agency. I don't know, you watch TV at all? You watch Stranger Things? Like the whole wall. My kids. It's my boys. These are my boys. <laughs> These are all my boys. Um, speaking of the internet's birthday, probably a nice way to 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 honor that is to tell me go into a little Pornhub insights. Oh, numbers! You want to crunch numbers? I want to crunch. I want to crunch actual searches, hard data, numbers, data, hard. What data. female Pornhub? viewers most enjoy watching okay so this is female Pornhub viewers most searched uh, our statisticians took a quick look at how female porn viewership differs among women of different age groups interesting you're saying the different age groups have different preferences that makes perfect sense to me Jonathan when compared to all other ages women aged 18 to 24 yeah are 81% more into hentai, hensha Makes sense. videos. And women over the age of 65... They're not, they're not watching that. Are You're not going to walk into an old folks' home. Watch people... You know? Uh, women over the age of 65 are 140... <laughs> <laughs> what? You had crunched numbers? Okay. It's like so much more. Women over the age of 65 are 143% more into seeing handjob videos. Totally. <laughs> Old school. I mean... Old school. High my, school. My style. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You and me both. High school. <laughs> In their 70s. What are you going to watch? Like, you know, going to do like... But hentai... But any sort of... They're not watching hentai? any fucking... Hentia. Fuck fucking pronounce it. They don't do any of that shit. They're not watching like Hinchy. Simpsons fucking porn shit. They're not watch. They don't know. They want clean, old fashioned hand jobs. PG thirteen uh, hand jobs. I think you can. Touchy. You can't think a hand job can be PG thirteen. I don't think so. Nowadays, I think nowadays you can get away with a PG thirteen hand job. <laughs> really? <laughs> nowadays. Just talking nowadays. Blanketed? No, fully exposed. Fully just, exposed just, PG-13 handjob. <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. I think that might be okay. might be a little ahead still, of the curve. I'm still a little... I'm like 10 years... You're a little edgy. Old. I'm a little excited. <laughs> 18 to 24 age... Eight, women ages 18 to 24, hentai, 81% more. Okay. 25 to 34 years of age, tattooed women... Is a thirty-two percent increase in that age group. Twenty-five-year-old women to thirty-four-year-old women. Twenty-five to thirty-four tattooed women, and that is. I think that's just a cultural generational thing. Gener tattoos, ink, ink. Can I say that? 
Yeah, you can. <laughs> I'd rather you not, but <laughs> I just want to know if I can. <laughs> 35 to 44, double penetration. Okay, now wait a minute. <laughs> now see, that's now, just... hold on now. But that's just sheer... What's that? That's just the amount of time on this earth eventually... You get leads around. You, you get around you. to you know, thirty-five to forty-four. You've kind of, you've run the gamut. And they're done. And now that. you're like, all right, what else what is el- there? What else is well, there? I'll show you. I'll well, show you'll you. show yourself. Apparently, <laughs> you show no your... one needs to tell you. You're telling us. Double penetration, forty-five to fifty-four. Mature, so that's age-appropriate pornography for age-appropriate what eyes. Age, what age was that? Forty-five to fifty-four. Mature is so that would be so that's just looking for uh, uh, people of a sur- of the a similar age, similar demographic, engaged in in, in sexual acts, in sexual acts. I want to watch people like me. I want to watch people getting their like rocks me off, doing what I do. I want to see it represented. Representation is everything, and that was what age? Forty-five uh, to fifty-four. Perfect. Fifty-five to sixty-four. This is insane. Vintage. And that's 78% increase in that age group in the vintage So what would that be? That is... Right right back to the first pornography that they were... Absolutely. Wow. God, the insights... The way that they were introduced to pornography. The bodies, the styles. The fast movements. The fast movements. The ragtime ragtime soundtrack. The hair... Yeah, the natural, the natch sights and sounds yeah. that they were accustomed to. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And I guess the oldest—that's we're talking about like malteds, like hand jobs. We're talking about ducktails and bobby socks. Sixty-five and so fifty-five to sixty-four vintage. So that's we're talking like I guess the in and the then 70s, sixty-five plus hand going, job. Yeah, going really. So what's also. up with that? Why do we go full circle there just to hand job? Maybe it's... Well, it kind of went back, I think, when we did it for that age for men, it was just boobs. Oh, right, it right, just, right. It, it just, just goes, goes back to, to like, like a base, base yeah, level, like, like boobies. But this is women, women watching hand job hand videos. Jobs. So what's up with that? What, what, age, what age are we talking? 65. 65 <laughs> and over. Yeah. 888-842-2357. Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> I want to know. We got to know. Because that's a fucking, that's a fat percentage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Hold on, sir. That's a huge throbbing. We, that's a, a monster. Engorged, engorged percentage. What we need from them, their insights. I love numbers. I love sheer data i would love to take it to the next level and talk to these women and get into the psychology of it a little bit more absolutely you and i just if i could help facilitate any of them in any way i do could help in this study i mean if there's anything i can do from the laboratory into the the content jonathan kinsey hid in a goddamn closet you got to get into the field yes you need to talk to these women we need to be a fly on the wall as these women express what they want to see and then ask talk about it openly and honestly hey why are you watching that who are you um i'm with pornhub what are you doing in my closet i'm kinsey's people (laughs) right 
I'm Kinsey. You have a notebook? Um, a GoPro? Listen. I'm just thinking. I bet you are. There's a lot of things to think about. Imagine. I mean, and is it safe to say that... I don't know. I don't know if anything is safe to say. <laughs> 18 to 24 has to do with... Is it possible that, that those people's introduction to pornography... Was anime related? Was through an anime related um, one and two that maybe that the the that dragon have, and monster but also style. that they've yeah so it's not only the fantastical aspect of it but also maybe the the desensitization of just human pornography being like so rampant and like well, so I mean, not cool. Eighteen twenty four olds don't they don't they hate people humans right? Right, they that's what I mean. Deal with that. So there's something that it's easy for them to be have it be once once removed or twice yeah. removed or whatever from them in that in that fantastical sense and it's still listen if, if anyone from Pornhub is listening they you do need to give me a job well, yes employ us as uh, brand ambassadors at the very least uh, for insights but it would be amazing if they talked to 100 women from each of those age groups and saw if there was any if they there was any um, consistencies within their reasons for, you know. I so mean, I was trying I, to concoct I, I, I what it is. I feel like I can wrap my. I think you got them all perfectly. You always do. I'm just saying for research. I'd like to know more about the hand jobs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I'd like to know more about the hand jobs. The older lady hand jobs. <laughs> mature. Well, not even. That was not even. even. Excuse me. It's beyond Post mature. mature. <laughs> Post Malone? No, I'm post-mature. I do hand job vids. I make hand job vids. Uh, I'm a cam grandpa. I'm a can gram. I'm a cam gram. I'm a cam gram. Cam, cam papa. Oh, I'd make, it's amazing. I never uh, imagined. Gram cam. I never imagined on my gramcam.com that I, <laughs> how much my money life, I'd make. How much Just my life would open up. How many people I'd meet? How many people I'd meet? Fellow like-minded. Fall in love with like-minded people on Graham Cam. Graham Cam. I have some information here from the state of Illinois, from the Department of Human Services. I guess they want to tell the citizens in the state um, about gambling. I guess there's been a lot of gambling going on in Illinois. Is gambling concealing the real you? We know the feeling.org. This is a new site that just launched. Um, now... I know that there's sports betting now, Nevada, Delaware, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, West Virginia, Rhode Island. So that's sort of almost like marijuana, almost like happening. Uh, Fox Sports 1, this past football season, they had a show called Lock It In, a daily betting show. Betting show. ESPN started this week, Daily Wager. So now they're in the it's It's happening. Illinois wants to take some proactive steps, so they told me only a trained professional can diagnose a gambling disorder, which is entirely not true because I, I, could, because I can, and we will can. right now. It's like, only a trained... Really? Really? I think it's pretty easy. It's wicks easy. You walk into a casino on a Tuesday at 2, and if someone's smoking a cigarette and sending in a slot machine, they have a serious problem. Oh, I'm a scientist. It took 30 years to... No. No. I was here. Um, they sent me down to Hustler Casino, took about 30 minutes to drive there, got a Beyond Burger at Carl's Jr., walked in, took my hand, and then went like this across across the the casino and said, everyone in here has a problem, a sick addiction. I'm sorry, I didn't know how to be a professional. 
Um, I'm going to, we have a test, the NORC diagnostic screen for gambling problems, self-administered N-O-D-S-S-A. Guys, you guys are fucking so, <sighs> think of all the time and money that we waste to like, just to, prove, to make, prove come up with that, to prove that just walk into the casino in the day and just say, everybody in here. Are you in the casino with the sun's out? You have a fucking problem. You can go twice a year at night if you find yourself in a situation where there's a casino around where you're at. You go to Palm Springs for the weekend and when you're driving back, you stop at Morongo. That's fine. Once. Twice a year. Twice a year. You go somewhere for... You go to Vegas um, for... An event On to your see way a back show, from Coachella, yeah. or at some fucking friends, fucking yeah. yeah, you know, at night, <laughs> once a year, a year. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you the quiz, Jonathan. Have there been periods lasting two weeks or longer where you spent a lot of time thinking about your gambling experiences, planning out future gambling ventures, or thinking about ways to get money to gamble with? Yes, me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'll put a maybe. <laughs> Jonathan, have there been periods when you needed to gamble with increasing amounts of money with larger bets than before in order to get the same feeling of excitement? I'm like, duh. It's called gambling! I mean, honestly, you have to be a trained professional to talk about cocaine. Do you have to do more cocaine to feel the cocaine? I'm a doctor! No, you're not. I did cocaine once. I... <sighs> we make everything so fucking complicated. Yeah. We make everything so troublesome and complicated. Yeah, well, I think it's... Why? Jonathan, have you felt restless or irritable when trying to control your gambling? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Have you tried and not succeeded in cutting down or controlling your gambling three or more times in your life? Yes. In my life? He's 41! I mean, Jesus. You mean since last Coachella... You mean since Stagecoach 2018? I, um... Have you ever gambled to escape from personal problems or to relieve uncomfortable feelings such as guilt, anxiety, helplessness, or depression? Yup. I wonder... Has there been a period when if you lost money gambling one day, you'd return to get it back? Uh. It's called gambling! <laughs> do you do the things that's called what you do? Doctor? <laughs> Have you ever done the thing where that's the name of what it is? <laughs> yeah. Have you lied to family members, friends, or others about how much you gamble? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever written a bad check or taken money that didn't belong to yes. you? Yes. Yeah. Has your gambling caused serious or repeated problems in relationships? Yeah. Yes. So you're basically, I think if it was three out of ten, you have a problem. You're nine out of nine. Uh, maybe. I had a maybe. Maybe. Sorry. <laughs> have you ever needed to ask family members or a lending institution if... To, in a desperate money situation that was caused by your gambling. Okay, let Duh. me ask these you this. These things are what like if, cataclysmic. What if I answer yes to all of these, but it had nothing to do with gambling? It was something else. It was just me. It was just you. Just me it's being not gambling. Me. It's just Jonathan just, being Jonathan. Just living. Guess if you want to put it under that umbrella. <laughs> I got a responsible gambling checklist I wanted to leave you with. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Okay. 
So what is Literally, it? then what is it? <laughs> Don't think of cocaine as a way to get high and have a great time. Okay. Always gamble with money that you can't that you can afford to lose. That's not gambling. Well, it's not the definition. It's not right? the definition of the word. I think the, the definition of the word is wagering more than you can afford to lose. Right? I'm a doctor. I'm learning the definitions of words. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset. Well, well, everyone is constant. What? So don't worry. Be happy. Thank you, Doctor Bobby McFerrin. Hello, I'm Doctor Bobby McFerrin for the state of Illinois. Balance gambling with other activities like drinking, like swimming, <laughs> swimming and drinking. You mean like getting massaged at the table? Does that count as another activity? Oh, I got a massage too. Yeah, but you were at the table. Set a time limit. Impossible. I'll do, I'll do an hour. Will you though? Really? There's no clocks in here. How the fuck are you going to set a time limit? Never chase losses. Literally the definition of what everyone is doing. Set a money limit. Absolutely impossible. That's why there's an ATM. That's why you're stepping over ATMs in the casino. Why don't you put an ATM in the floor? Yeah, this one you get down on your knee. You Kaepernick it and you like, you put the ATM into the floor. How come at the urinal there's like a... Like a like, yeah. uh, oh, gambling and alcohol are not a good combination. Right. My bad. So that's, that's like not the other activity. That's why it's free in the casino. Oh, so it's not a bad... But it... But it's, wait a minute. The air is free and the alcohol is free. And these pot stickers are free. And the massage is free. Where did all my money go? I don't have a problem. I just... Just like it here. Just love it here. This is a great environment. Wednesday at noon. Where else can you smoke indoors? In a yeah, you know, if they didn't ban that everywhere, I wouldn't have to fucking come here. It's true. Fuck. Um, I, it, it's amazing that just the time and effort that they, the state, had decided to to in addressing. It's just like, I mean, it's just a thing. You like, you have that problem or you don't have that problem. I guess yeah. I, are they worried about people within states that there wasn't gambling, and now that they can gamble, that there'll be yeah. a problem that will be created. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's again like <clears throat> people love creating jobs that are easy okay. for themselves. I mean, I'm sh gambling so, is definitely an addiction. It's definitely a no, scourge no and question. a terrible nightmare and, problem. But it's but that's like but if but you've been in a casino and you looked around at garbage people, you know, with like a terrible checklist in order to fit is, is just so it's so. It's so arbitrarily um, behind psychotic? the problem. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like these people. If you're know, asking somebody if you've been to a lending institution to take out money to chase gambling debts, you might be a month or two or 15 years behind the problem. Yeah. Or like a few weeks. Or that the people that are doing that, if, if, if you. It's, you know what it is? I what think is it? That it's the. It's the idea, it's the denial concept in addiction, I think, is um, is a little tricky because it's sort of, denial is like this thing that was created by people not plagued with the diseases that, that, that they've attributed to people that have these addictions. Okay. As the only possible way that they can, in their non-addicted minds, rationalize how these people do these things, 
you know, I'm with you and, and continue to do it despite the fact that it, it seems as though it's not the best idea. Yeah. And so they're like, Oh no, they're in denial. So meaning that they're unaware that oh, the actions the, that they're the, taking are the, not every minute of their life totally does not like rip their heart out and how much they hate themselves. That doesn't exist. They don't, it doesn't not, exist. To I don't the, think that to really, like lab coat nerds. It's, it's the fact that they use it. No, I'm saying that, that, that denial, everyone that's doing that just you mean about, the actual person with the addiction, everyone that's okay. doing that knows that they're doing it oh yeah 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 and so you don't want to do it it's an addiction but no one but it's too hard to hear what? i don't fucking care but from from just like a nobody wants to just be like just oh you're doing this because you don't you don't you you care about this more than anything else you don't care about your family you don't care about your children you said the addicted they, person doesn't want to hear that nobody or, wants to hear it okay. and so they use this like oh they're in denial and it's like well they're not they just just it's just the the they'd rather do this they'd rather do this but to say that and to admit that is to make the person essentially be like well we should put them to death because <laughs> oh, these so like, people you're are the person so, like a loss. so okay. unethical and amoral that like yeah. anyone that would just be like i just don't care you'd be like well then i'm gonna <gasps> kill you <laughs> like, i'm gonna yeah. throw you out of a window yeah so they have to it is obviously okay. it is a sickness it is a disease yeah. but that that we've attributed this thing to you don't it's just you don't care you don't fucking care you're not like you don't have blinders on you don't yeah, you not know, you, know that you're in a lending institution to steal your mother's people, wallet some people like, are trying to get an advance on their paycheck yeah. to feed their kids yeah. and you're trying to get 800 bucks so that you so can drive to Super atlantic Bowl. fucking yeah. city you know yeah you know you're a fucking sick fuck can't st- Steal. Just don't yeah, give a fuck from your sister to bet on the Super Bowl. And drug addicts are the same thing. Okay. Like they just don't want to not be fucking. They don't want to be sick. You know. I mean, dope fiends are the worst because there's such a horrendous physical reaction to not being on it that it's you know. But you know. But I did it just like you know. I did it for weed. You know. Like I did it for. You just don't care. Denial is a funny thing. Okay. I. J- yeah, the th- I'm just there is a I, I I don't know like when you walk into a casino and you see those people I, I'm not a I guess I'm not a doctor. What I do know is that that whatever time and money and resources that the state of Illinois has spent to do that thing will not work. For one person, well, that's what I it mean. Was a is waste it, it's, of time there's and so money. much time and money spent trying to fix something that someone going to take that? We're reading this quiz. Is someone going to take the time to take that quiz and say, "Oh, <gasps> maybe I do that. Maybe but, I do but that. that." They already know they do that. Probably. They already know what they do is fucked up. It's so, so past part, the point of a quiz on the internet. The issue is that somebody who gets to a point where they want to f- stop doing that doesn't need to take that quiz. If there's anyone, if you do anything that you want to stop. You're it's you're done. It's you're already because stopping things is impossible to do. Whatever that is that you do. Yeah. If you could stop it, you would. You would. So an online quiz for your uh, your sexual proclivities or Super Bowl betting, you're not you know you're a fucking degenerate. It's past the point of like That's oh why you do it. Why, like, <laughs> oh why no. You keep doing it in the first Oh place. no. I, that's I, that's what I. It's mean. just an it's, odd thing. But it's also like it's like. But you're I guess people, you have to you have to do something to be like we're trying. <clears throat> I guess. 
I don't know. But that's just like... Because you, there's all these other people who I like, think you need buy, help. Yeah, if you buy a lottery ticket or a scratcher, like, uh, call this number if you think you have a... Yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it's just like, that there's oh, a shit, lot there's of... Oh, shit, there's a 1-800 number on my scratcher. I better call this and tell the state of California. I think I have a problem buying scratchers. And, and what are they going to do for me? They'll be like... Well, before you quit, we've got a new. Yeah. Uh, it's the new one. It's called Golden State, and well, I mean, it's only two dollars, but you just, can win a hundred thousand. It's 000. such a it's such a double standard because, like you're saying, it's like, oh, we're doing things to combat it, and yet at the same time, we're marketing these. The I mean, like, how often do you see a, like a? How do you, how often do you see someone who's got their shit together buying scratchers in a fucking? 7-Eleven. It's just like, no. I mean, it's just, and if they are, they're buying like one or two for like to go a, to a birthday like party. A, exactly. Not a dude who like yeah, knows the guy the by name and, and is like hey. doing weird like, you hey, know, Caesar. picking them no, without looking Hold at on. him and shit. Wait, what? roll it, roll it, roll <clears throat> it. That one. That one. Oh, fuck. It's. Oh, shit. I won 10 bucks. Did you? You lost a hundred. Oh, I did, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. remember that. I'm going to run home and take a quiz online. Oh, fuck. It's uh well, I did a maybe on one. It's tough. Maybe I would say don't try cocaine, don't bet on the Super Bowl, and well, bet on don't the smoke Bowl. cigarettes. Super Bowl's easy. We set a bet at the beginning of the year. We had the bet was riding the uh, whole we were, year. It was uh, wonderful for us. up until the very end. Right until the end. We were crushed. And if it had happened at the end, it would have been incredible. Would have been a dream. But one bet lasted us a whole season. So I can do you can do one. Okay. I think that's so a then that's can, a great bet. Well, then you can do cocaine. There were huge, absolutely birthday cocaine. I would say Super Bowl bet. Super Bowl bet and cocaine every birthday. And when do you smoke your cigarette? Do you get you get one cigarette? And when do you get that? Every time the anniversary of the day that you quit. One cigarette. Yes. So the day you quit. No, the anniversary of the day you quit smoking. On that day, you get to smoke a whole pack. You're allowed to have one cigarette a day. Okay. That's my. That's my. So that's three hundred sixty-five a year. Yes. So that might still that could most be, doctors would tell you that's that okay. that's healthy because my doctor it's smokes not like a glass. My of doctor wine. smokes Winston's. It's still, not like a glass your doctor wine. still smokes Winston's. One cigarette a day. Okay, so one cigarette after a sex. week after sex every day, cocaine on your birthday, and one Super Bowl bet, and then you're fine. Pretty much, stay off the internet. And what about weed? Weed on four twenty, Tommy Chong's birthday. Um. Dave Chappelle's birthday, and one cigarette a week, smoke pot once a week, bet on the Super Bowl, do cocaine on your birthday, smoke pot every full moon. How how many full moons are there in a year? A few? But wait, cigarettes are worse for you than than weed. They are. Yeah. Okay. So if you can smoke one cigarette a week, you should be able to smoke one joint a week. Okay. So I would say probably. I would say you get to smoke a joint every Sunday with 60 Minutes. Like the show? Yes. When you're watching 60 Minutes on Sunday that evening, sounds like a bum out. you can smoke a joint. Because think about how high you get if you haven't smoked in a week. You get like crazy stoned and you're watching 60 Minutes, which can really kind of haunt you, you a yeah, little bit. really take you Certain places. episodes still haunt me that I watched when I was how a kid. How about CBS Sunday Morning? You can smoke a joint at 6 a.m., Every Why Sunday morning. Why do you have morning. to watch television? Why can't you go hiking? Why do you have to force yourself to watch television? If you go hiking, you could be attacked by the people that live out there, the animals. And that's not safe. You're safer at home. 
That's what we're concerned about. So weed on Sundays. 6 a.m. <laughs> 6 a.m. Yes. on Sundays. This sucks. Well, I just don't. What I don't want is people taking online quizzes later. That's what I'm trying to avoid. Um, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. America through the eyes of two American Americans. This was episode 707. Please come back for 708. Um, we've got our first live shows in Los Angeles in three years. Yes. On on 420. Yeah. Uh, at the Lodge Room in Highland Park. A, we had a show. We had a show. marijuana-friendly venue, I believe. Oh, is it really? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's a marijuana-friendly city. Yeah, that's damn. So, that's the, for damn um, sure. We put a show up for sale, and thank you. We were lucky enough to sell that show out, so we've added a second show. So there's yeah. tickets available for the second show. So, if But it's you, a different show than the first show. It's a show. different show, so if you want to come... that's also a seated venue, something that someone asked me that I didn't think to mention. Yeah. The guy was like, listen, I'd love I to come and see day. you guys, but I can't, I can't stand, stand the shows. Don't and worry. I said, it's a seated Hey, venue. hey, hey, baby, sit down. Take a load off. These dogs are barking. Relax. So maybe if you're at the first show and you say, you know what? I might get tickets to the second show. That's cool. Or if you're saying, hey, I'm going to get tickets to one show, but I wanted to go to that one, but now I'm going to go to this one. Or maybe you want to go late night, whatever it is. Um, brown paper tickets. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, and then we got the show with the Magic Bag. We're coming back uh, to Ferndale, Michigan and the uh, Metro Detroit area. And then this uh, gala, 4th of July, Essence Festival, Ah Yeah Dude celebration in the Crescent City on Saturday night, July 6th. The venue's called One-Eyed Jacks. Great name. What I saw, Google Maps, it looks like it's, again, my, my twisted sort of idea of New Orleans, whatever the sort of the buildings, how they have the two you know, columns and the, just in my head of only seeing things on like TV and movies. It looks like it is. It's right in the French Quarter. It's right in the mix. Yeah. Toulouse Street. That sounds like very, very New Orleans-y. Yeah, it's right in the hot. Um, don't know what that meant. Um, <laughs> please speak English until then. Um, so then you've got all of these French Quarter. And, and I had had a list. Somebody called. They were in. They went to like New Orleans. It might have the oldest gay bar in the country. I, mean, I was talking to some dude. Got some of the oldest period. I gave him a list country. of like these are all the things I haven't done all the research things to do, and I think one of them might be one of the oldest, one of the oldest gay bars in the country. Um, so much to do, so much to see. Wasn't oh, that a song? Yeah, yeah, it's rock star. Bare naked ladies, rock star, all star, all star. I love that song. In the back streets. Hey now, you're a rock star. New version. <laughs> you're a rock star? They should have named it that. Hey now, rock star. 888-842-2357. Patreon.com. Yes. Pledge to our show. Keep the show advertising free. Keep us alive and well. Uh, Thank you to everyone that pledges. Uh, we film the show. We record the show. We have archives of all the old episodes that aren't on iTunes. Uh, you get all of that if you pledge to us. And I'm really uh, gonna talk to your old man about getting there. Well, about just playing a little clarinet. <sighs> Preservation <laughs> Hall. I'm just like in there, fucking second lining dog. And I mean, it's 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 a. Thank you so much that you that you listen to the show and we get to do the show and then also is a little crazy benefit that I never have thought of that we've gotten to go to like that we get to go back to Detroit is insane and that we get to go to New Orleans and like you know I've always 
It's like yeah. always wanted to go to New Orleans. Well, and I guess I fucking should have done it and been with the drinking. But what are you going to do? You wouldn't remember it. I wouldn't even remember it. You would This maybe, time by journaling, it will be. mugged. And fucking totally, you know, totally you got pickpocketed. Yeah, like, now, oh, now you're gonna go and yeah, be like, oh, I went to this beautiful, yeah, you know, building that you know, I've yeah, made I, love, I made, made love, made love, this love this in this beautiful, touch, <laughs> love in this beautiful building. Uh, come back for seven oh eight, seven oh eight. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Seatbelts, seatbelts. <laughs>